Hey, Reach Church, welcome to our podcast. Hey, this message is from our very first Arise Night of 2021 with our very good friend of the house, Evangelist Angela Vargas, in a message about our confidence is in Christ. Now, enjoy this message. Amen, amen. Well, before we get started, love all of you ladies. My God, I can really see now. You guys came for Jesus. Oh, my God. How about to give your hands? Come on, let's clap your hands for Jesus. He is awesome. You know, you can go to these places and, you know, people go preach and they're like, I'm going to see such and such and, and all this stuff. But come on, Jesus is the famous one. Unless he speak to us, there's nothing's going to happen. Amen. So before we get started, let's bring it down a notch. Angela, come on. Come on, girl. Well, I just honor your pastor. Oh, my gosh. I love your pastor. I love all of you ladies. There's some friends here. I I love these pastors because I minister in their church, and I talk to them or I text them, and there's so many here. Like my friend Melissa on the front row. That's my pastor's sister-in-law is here. I'm Pastor Roxanne and, and, and all of you lady and Vanessa It's so many, too many to name, but you know, you know, you know, amen. I honor Pastor Omar and, and Pastor Letty for allowing me to come to minister the word of God to you. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but I have on a shirt that say I'm super excited. Listen, before you leave tonight, you're going to be super excited about Jesus. We're not talking about super, super, super goes another level. It makes you go crazy about God. So before you leave tonight, think about what super, we're not, you know, we're not super, we're super excited about God and what God's going to do. Hallelujah. Let's bring it down. Angela, come back. 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 You know, when you start thinking about Jesus, you go super crazy. Somebody said, man, how did you come up with super? Well, I have this young lady um, sitting on the front row, Vanessa, right here. And every time I would minister at their church, they know I never say the ER. I'm always super. They go, what did you say? Super. Exact how I said it. And so when she came up with this whole saying, the shirts, I even got these after, after the service. So if you want to be super, get your shirt after the service. Amen. Amen. Let's get into this because I know, I, I don't know how this is going to go. I, I felt some, some Holy Ghost in this place. I felt Jesus walk in the room. I saw Jesus and his presence come and sit with us. We had already invited him. We was telling him, come to be with us in the service. We need you tonight. We need you to move. We need you to cause your manifestation in this house. There's people that are hungry. There's people that are desperate. There's people that need a word from you Lord and I felt his presence walk in this place I want to talk about 
Actually, if you just go with me, I don't know where I'm going to go, but I gave you some scriptures and I'll just call them out. If you hear the scripture, then you can put it up because we might go another level. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I feel a different excitement in this place today. I feel a different excitement. I feel there's women here tonight that are desperate for God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When John 1, in John 18, 1 through 9, if you can go there, please. After Jesus finished this prayer, he left with his disciples and he went across the Kindred Valley to a place where there was a garden. Judas, the traitor, knew where this place was. For Jesus had gone there often with his disciples. See, your haters going to know where you go often. We're going we, we, we're gonna to keep it down a little bit before I take off a little far. But I want to let you know, your haters knows where you're at. I want you to stay super excited. Stay super, stay super, okay? It's going to get good here. The Pharisees and the leading priests had given Judas a large detachment of Roman soldiers and temple, temple police to seize Jesus. Judas guided them to the garden. Judas guided them where Jesus was at. He was one of his disciples. He tells them, come, come, come on, I know where he's at. Come on. Like your, listen, your betrayer knows where you at. Come, I know where she's at. Come on, I know where she at. Come follow me. Oh, it gets good, guys. I don't even know how far I can get into this. My knee's already shaking. All of them was carrying torches and lanterns and armed with swords and spears. Jesus, knowing full well what was about to happen, he knew it. He's God. That's why you and I can't fool God. Doesn't matter what you do in the dark, it always comes to the light. We can't fool God. You may fool your sister, your mama, your dad, and your brother, and maybe your grandma, but you can't fool God. That's why I tell my kids, you're lying to me. Guess what? I'm going to find out later. So tell me the truth now. Do you want a whooping now or do you want a whooping later? Which one do you want? Because when you get it, you're going to get a good one. You're going to get one for lying and you're going to get one for me coming to chase you down to find out what it was you should have told me. Okay, I get off of that. I get off of that. So I don't want you going and hand your kids tonight. They might be in the service they could get saved. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Stepping forward, he asks, who are you looking for? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. Now Judas the traitor was among them. He replied. Jesus replied, I am he. And this is where it gets excited. When the betrayer comes to look for Jesus, 
He already knew they was coming, so he was already preparing himself. Because when they was coming, he said, let me go to them so they know who I am. This where it gets powerful. Jesus said, I am he. Who are you looking for? And hear this out. Come on, y'all. Oh, gosh. Read your Bible. You'll be on your tiptoes, okay? Because you're about to find out what happened next. Good God. And the moment Jesus spoke the word, I am he, who are you looking for? As they stood up, they answered Jesus of Nazareth. They said it again like they was big and bad. I'm looking for Jesus. Where is he? I am he. What, what do you thought he was coming out big, tall, and muscular? No, I'm he, the one with the sandals on and, and, and the one that been walking barefooted and my toes are nasty and my hair is wet and I'm just walking. Th this is me. This is me. You remember the one that was born in the manger? He wasn't at the hotel or uh, uh, the holiday inn. No, that's the Jesus we're about to talk about. As they stood up, they answered and said, Jesus of Nazareth. Then Jesus replied, I told you that I am the one you're looking for. How many times you got to tell somebody, you looking for me? I'm looking for Angela. That's me. I thought you, no, that's me. You can't looking for me. How many times do you have to tell people, I'm called. There's a purpose on my life. God called me to fulfill it. This is my destiny, not yours. How many times do you have to tell, that's me. So Jesus tell them, I am he. They were still looking crazy. He says, so if you want me, let these men go home. So in, in other words, he's telling them, if you want me, have them to go home. Deal with me right now. He said this to fulfill the prophecy he had spoken. Father, not one of those you have given me has been lost. Many times we see the presence of God moving in people's lives, and we question, is that really God? You see the evidence. You see what God is doing. You've seen the miracles on their life. You see when their marriage was messed up, and you still see them married today, but yet we still question, what's that God? What's that God? See, we're quick to judge everybody else, but we don't judge ourselves. When the Bible said you're going to be judged and you're going to be held accountable for your own action, but yet we judge everybody else, but we can't say I'm messed up. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. But the great I am is inside of you. That's why I'm super excited because the God in me, he causes the light to come out of me. It's not me. It's not me. That's why you can tell who been with God. Because when you're with God, it comes out of you. It comes out of your mouth. It builds character in your life. You walk with him. You talk with him. You're afraid what he would say to you. You don't want to upset God. Because the great I am is inside of you. He's in you. 
He lives in you. And that's why I'm super excited because the man that died for me lives in me. The Bible says that we are in the likeness of God in his image. Okay, if you think you're not in the likeness of God, you go and pray for somebody and watch they get healed. You go prophesize life. Who? Come on, come on, come on. Do I look like I got something good to say to you? Really? It is he that works through you. Jesus Christ loves souls. He loves man. He died for mankind. He didn't die for the roaches. He died for you. And he lives inside. The more you walk with God. Listen. Some of us have been walking a long time. And we forget who lives inside. And we find ourselves in places we shouldn't go, things we do. We just nonchalant say whatever and forget that the God that, you're, that, that lives in you hears how you talk. And we wonder why things don't happen quick. Miracles instantly because what's inside of you comes out of you. The God lives in you. He comes out of you. Jesus moved through in you if you let him, if you allow him. Some people go, well, how do you know if, if God's speaking? How do you know if he's speaking to me? I don't know how you know if he's speaking to you. Good question. Maybe you should go ask him. Spend some time with him. See, he wants to talk to you, but you don't want to talk to him. So we wait for somebody else to talk to us. Is that God? Is that not God? No, he's in me. There's power that comes out of me. There's power comes out of me. Jesus spoke when he, if you read that scripture, when he, when he spoke, when he said, I am who you came looking for. The Bible said in another translation that they fell to the ground. Such power came out of him. God, man, I'm telling you, when you know who you are, listen, I don't care. Uh, uh, Pastor Vanessa said it. Stress, distress, all the stress, all of them, all of them, fears, all, all of them, all of them, all of them. Yeah, put them in one box and put the top on it. All of them. Can I tell you something? Let me tell you something. God in you can take fears off of you. God in you can take stress off of you. The God in you encourages you. The God in you gives you strength. He gives you strength. Can I tell you something? I've been preaching almost three weeks. And I say this with everything in me. If it wasn't for the grace of God, I am a woman just like you. I have children. I have a grandson. If it wasn't for the grace of God, I cannot do what I do. I depend on God. I depend on him. I depend on him daily. Unless you show up, I can't go. If you don't speak, I can't speak God. When you get that desperate, you get that desperate, God comes down. He said, oh, that's my daughter. She depend on me. She knows she can't do this, but it's me that's inside of her that are working. He empowers me. 
Oh, he empowers me to do what I do. Man, all you have to do is talk to my pastors. They'll tell you my testimony. They see me when I walk in the doors. And the grace of God on my life, guess what? I cover that. I guard it. Because I never want to get to a place where I'm ungrateful. I never want to get to the place I got it together. Somebody asked me, they said, how you just stay humble? Could I tell you how I stay humble? I get around my children that tells me the truth. I get around my friends that tell me the truth. I get around the ones that say I get on their nerves and they see me get upset. I like to stay humble because guess what? Pride will cause you to fall. See, we don't like nobody to tell us, oh, your jeans too tight. You got on um, leggings and your no-nos are showing. See, we don't want nobody to tell you that. You want the ones that you're powerful, you're anointed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Because there's something, there's a mission that I have to accomplish. The Bible say he that endure to the end shall be saved. So I want to endure. I have a friend that tells me, oh my gosh. I ain't even going to tell you the stuff she says sometimes. I go, why are you talking like that? She go, oh, Angela, really? I go, okay. And then I go home and I say, God, I needed that. I just got off the road, super excited, and I'm right here. And then I come home. And then get my, my little one in the front, said something I can't even tell you. And I go, see why? I take her with me. She keeps me in my place. I wasn't even talking to her. She just come and tell me in my ear something. I go, what? <laughs> they keep me in alignment because we get blurry. Things fog up and then we start thinking, I'm the one. No, I'm not the one. It's the great I am that lives inside of us. It's the great I am that died for us. I am a miracle. You are a miracle. We're looking for miracles, but we are already a miracle. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus knew he was about to be sold out. By Judas. He knew it. He knew the guards were coming for him. He was preparing for them to come. See, people know what you do and where you go. But because they don't realize the Jesus in you, they try to sell you out. You ever had people, they're right there with you. They know everything you're doing, everything about you. But behind your back, they're selling you. Let me tell you something. Grab this. Jesus had all of his disciples with him. Jesus saw him doing miracles. Jesus was able, Judas was able to sit at the table with the master, the creator, the one that created him. Yet he sold him. I call it, 30, I say 30 cents. They say, you know, silver, all that stuff. I said, no, it was 30 cents, three dimes. We don't know how many, how many little dimes he had in the back. It wasn't that much to sell the creator. Listen to me. It doesn't take much for the adversary to mess with you. 
It doesn't take much for the devil to whisper to your friend or your best friend about you and you to give in to it. Let me tell you, people will sell you, but God will never leave you. He will never sell you. He will never trade you. He will never trade you. Listen to me. God will never trade you. He would never give up on you. He would never try to trade you from nothing else. You mean so much to him. His mind is stayed on you. He's thinking of you. He's thinking of your family. He's always making a way for you, for me. He'll never trade you. And that's why I tell people, don't get upset with people. They belongs to God. I've learned this in my walk with God. In this last four years of my life, God has taught me something. Angela, I will never leave you nor forsake you. If you walk with me, I will walk with you. And as long as this journey is ahead of me, all I have to do is call out to the master and say, would you walk with me? Though they're hurting me, though they're betraying me, though they're talking about me, though they're stoning me. And God said, listen, daughter, if you would just walk and call out to me, I got you. So every fiery dart, I sop them in their tracks. I learned this prayer. I've learned this prayer. This will help people to stop talking down on you. Grab it if you, have to, if you have to write it down. I said, every word that been spoken over me and my children, I sent it back to the sender. I sent it back to the person that sent it to me. It may sound cruel to you, but can I tell you something? The Bible said that the devil is the accuser. So if nothing good coming out of your mouth, I'm sending you to the pits of hell. The Bible said God will bless what you say, whether it's good or evil. Listen, he blessed what comes out of your mouth. Want to know how powerful it is? He said, let it be light. And there was light. That's such power. You start telling people, did you curse me? It's coming back to your doorstep in a few minutes. I'm sending it to you. You, 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 hey, you just cursed my family. It's coming back to you. It's coming back to you. You're the one that spoke it. And I'm not going to feel sorry because you spoke it. You think I'm going to say, oh, uh-huh. I receive what you did. No, I sent it back with a double portion on it. I sent it back. Hey, this, listen, this is not a game. Christianity is not a game. This is a war. This is a fight. You and I are in. It is a war. And as time are going closer and drawing near, things are happening in this world. We don't have time for negative talk. Sometimes people talking, I go, huh? Say what? Huh? Say what? Huh? What? They still talking. I'm already on the other side of the room. And they don't even know I'm gone. They go, so stand, uh, huh? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, what you say? Okay. I'm telling you something. It's the truth. There's so many people are cursed by words. So many people. It's witchcraft. 
people can place things on you with their words. Your children are never mount to none. <laughs> it's coming back to you, baby. Go get the mail out the mailbox because I just sent it back to you. Did you receive it yet? Did you receive it? Because I already sent it to you. Oh, you'll be just like your mama. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Did you receive it? Yeah. I'm a woman of prayer. And when I go to prayer, I go into warfare. I go into warfare. And I say, God, every word, every word, every word that was spoken over my life, every word from a little girl to now, I send it back to the pits of hell. Every word that said I will not amount to nothing. God, I send it back to the pits of hell. I send it back. Boy, people know some were coming back. Some of the stuff they say, they'll be like, ooh. They'll think before they speak. I promise you, they'll think before they speak because they don't realize they're cursing themselves. You can't curse nobody been bought by the price. Can't. I dress myself daily. I said, oh, this garment, whoever was touching it in that store, get that, get that spirit on because I'm about to put it on because where I'm about to go, it can't go with me to church. Those shoes they tried on. I pray they didn't try these on. In Jesus' name, I got to walk. Everything. Spirits find wherever they can attach itself to. And if you're a vessel that is open, it comes on you. Jesus told his disciple everything that was going to happen before he ascended, everything. He told them. He was reminding them. The Bible said that he will go to the, to the uh, uh, Gethsemane to pray. They, they would go there and pray. It was a custom. It's something that they would do. So him and his disciple would go there. He would tell them, listen. This is going to happen to me. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to leave, but I want you to continue to do this. He was always telling us what to do. The problem is some of us don't listen. Your pastor tell you to do something. The first thing you, you complain. Why they call me? They know I get off at six o'clock. Well, maybe if your pastor call you. It because they thought inside of you, you maybe would say yes. They thought you was important enough to be called on. They just, I don't know where they came from anyway. <laughs> Exodus three thirteen through 14. Then Moses said to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your father has sent me to you. And they said to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? Could you imagine? What am I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> and God said to Moses, I am who I am. There he goes again. He's trying to get them to understand something. <laughs> hey, listen, y'all. Come here. Come on, Come on, Come on, Come on, Come on. Stand right here. Do you know who I am? I sent him. But then they're questioning, they're acting a fool. How many times do God got to tell you who you are? 
How many times do somebody got to prophesy of who you are? How many times God has to call you before you get up to even walk out what he called you to do? If God didn't think you was fit for the task, he would have never called you. My strength doesn't come from Angela's strength. It comes from the Lord and it comes from seeking him. The Bible says, seek him and you shall find him. Seek him early. If you don't do that first, what, what makes you think you're going to get him for the rest of the day? He either first or he's last. I roll out the bed and hit the floor. I roll out because sometimes I'm, I'm just wasted tired. So if I fall on the floor and my knees hit, I go, well, I'm already down. I mean, hey, I'm not going to get up because I'm tired. I used to think it was a joke. Like you're laughing. I'm like, bam. And before you know it, I'm so loud through the house. The kids can hear me in the vent. They screaming, mom, could you just stop? Turn, come, you know, turn down. I said, no, buddy, I'm praying for you. <laughs> I'm praying for you too. And me. So I just roll out and hit the side of the bed. My husband's like, babe, what just fell? It's me. I'll never forget. He goes, what was that fair? I go, it's me. I'm on the side of the, he's like, could you go to the office? I go, I know I'm going. Just give me a minute. I'll never forget. That was too funny. So I just start rolling out. Just roll out. You can't find yourself to get out. Just go bam and stay there. It's not easy. Listen, I'm not telling you I wake up and I'm super excited to pray. No, I'm tired sometimes. Just bam. You got me. And I just start praying. And I don't know where I'm going to go in my prayer. It's just stuff start coming out for that day, that week, that month. And God just moved. He said, thus you shall say, to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Take me, I'm ready. Jesus said, he told him, he said, take me, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You said you came looking for me, I'm ready. This is where it gets good. When Jesus goes, they take him. He was so ready that he walked to the gate for them to even grab him. Sometime you gonna have to walk in the face of the adversary and say, here I am. You came for me too many times. You came for my family. Here I am. What do you want with me? Because the one in me, you can't even touch. So what do you want with me? You came for me because this ain't what you want anyway. Is this what you want? This is what you want? Sometimes you got to get aggressive. Some of you ladies and cholas in here, you need to be a little aggressive. You was bad in the world. You was ready to knock somebody out, stand in front of your adversary and tell him, this what you want? Is this really what you want? You start talking like that, the devil said, oh, back up. Who, 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 who inside her? Somebody inside her because she ain't no punk. 
But if you let the devil come, and when he comes to visit you at your house and to mess with your family, you go, oh, come on in. Come on in. Have a seat. Do you want a cup of coffee? Guess what? He coming in. He coming in. But when he knock on that door, I said, do you do who you came for? Me. This ain't what you want. I promise you, this ain't what you want. The Bible said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities and rulers of darkness. So guess what? Satan, you better be gone. I'm asking you nicely to get your stuff and leave this house because I'm about to put you on the run. I'm about to put you on the run. I'm about to go save souls. I'm about to go preach. Is this who you want? I'm about to snatch them from your kingdom. I'm, uh, listen, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. When my kids backslid, they walked away from God. Many of you guys didn't know this. I don't know why I'm sharing. I, I, I feel compelled to tell you. When my kids had backslide, that is hurtful for a mom to, to not be home, especially traveling like we were. Backslid. And I remember telling myself, I said, God, I can't touch them. God, I, I, I can't go there to really help them. God, I can FaceTime, but I, I, I just can't get there because if I go to attend that, then I'm going to miss what you call me. So, God, I need you to go after them. I need you, God, to do the work because I'm doing what you call me. Could I tell you, every time I went forth with God, God was working on them. Today, all of them serving God. All of them is in the house of God. It becomes the great I am. It's inside of me. The great I am. It is Jesus. When you're about his business, he go after the one. He go after your problem. He go after your situation. He runs and comes to give you a miracle and a healing. See, God won't leave you. That's why I'm super excited. He never left me. He never failed me. He never done me wrong. He never traded me. He's been there for me. Time after time. And today I look at my kids and I tell them. I say, I'm going to serve God with you or without you. Listen to me. Your mama is called to be an evangelist. I travel and I preach. Make your mind up. I'm going to go and do what God called me. I'm going to do this. And they aligned themselves. And now they're okay with it. At first, they were like, no, mom, you're going to. I got to please God. I want to make heaven my home. We want so many things to be done. We want to be comfortable in our house. We want to be, we want everything good. We want everything right in life. Can I tell you, when things are wrong, that means you're doing it right. When everything's good in my life, then I know I need a little bit more prayer because something is on its way. Something is about to happen. But when everything out of alignment, that tells me that that devil is chasing me and he can't catch up to me. So God has a work and a plan in my life. But we look at what's behind us, chasing us. Oh, I must be sinning. I must not be right. Maybe God forgot about me. Oh, no. 
Oh, no, baby. The devil wants you to quit. He wants you to stop. He wants you to make, make you believe that God is not working for you. He wants you to say, oh, I give up on that Jesus. He never, he never did a miracle. He never healed my body. He knows what I'm going through. See, the devil always accusing. But when you get to that place, whether I'm healed, oh, God, whether you do a miracle whether you do anything else, I'm going to serve you, God. I made my mind up long time ago. I can't go back because if I go back, the Bible said the wages of sin is death. And I don't want to be sinning, God. So I got to stay in your will, in your will. You start talking like that. God sustains you. He keeps you. But when you want to dabble and dabble and play and play, things begin to happen. Wages of sin is death. We want the light of Jesus, but inside of us, we're dead. Two people can't live, can't live there. It's either Jesus or you got demons. You think everybody come to church, Holy Ghost feel. No. I choose life. Sometimes you have to remind the enemy and his demons the scriptures and tell him they're fulfilled. We win. Why are you wasting your time on me? Sometimes I sit down at my house, I'd be in my kitchen minding my business and a thought would come in my head. There's my baby. And I start speaking in tongue. They go, mom, who you talking to? I say, you don't know. <laughs> it's time for him to go out the window while he's standing right in the kitchen. I'm trying to cook. I wasn't even thinking about that. But wherever the enemy can come, he tries. So you have to make up in your mind. I'm going to serve God through the good and the bad. Whether I'm sick or feeling good. Whether I'm happy or sad. Or maybe super excited. This is the real deal. This is, I'm telling you, this is the real deal. I want to read this, this last scripture because I won't finish, because I, I really believe the Lord want me to minister over a few people. When I came in, I'm like, God, I don't even know if I can minister, but I heard the Lord say, just break the foundation. Revelation 1.8, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord. Who is he? I mean, who is and who was and who is to come? The Almighty. Do you believe that? Do you believe Jesus coming back? He's coming back for you? No, we're not talking about your friends right now. I'm not talking about your kids. Not your husband. Is he coming back for you? How you living right now? Is he coming back for you? 
Stand up on your feet if you can. John 6, 35, and Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Hear that over again, I am? It's almost like he's trying to persuade us. I'm really who I say I am. I am the God of miracles. I am the God that heals. I am the God that delivers. I do set the captives free. I'm the God that hears your prayers. Oh, he's constantly, I am. Some of you got to be super excited about God. Listen, there's nothing on the earth is going to satisfy you like Jesus. There's nothing on the earth that's going to give you what God has for you. There's nothing on the earth that's going to free you like God has freed you. There's nothing else going to satisfy you like Jesus. My husband can go buy me the finest. It never tops God. I tell my husband this all the time. I said, since you're the head of the house, I have no worries. You're going to be held accountable for your family. He started laughing. I said, all I have to do is follow. Because you're going to be judged where you take us. You're going to be judged how you raise your children. You. I said, so babe, I'm letting you know. I love Jesus and I'm going to follow you. And I do. I follow him. He's an evangelist. We're both evangelists. Where he goes, I go. My baby will tell you, when he goes to the grocery store, I go with him. When he goes wherever he goes, I go with him. Because I understand principles. I understand God created your husband for you. For me, mine's. And there's principles in the kingdom that God is allowing you and I to follow. And that's why some homes are out of order. Because we haven't learned this principle to submit to authority. You never can submit to your pastor if you can't submit to your husband first. Everybody wants to serve the pastor, but you won't serve your husband. He has to come home and find out where the food at. But if your pastor need a plate, you quick to make bread and everything else. But your husband telling you to make bread all week long, you ain't, you ain't bought none or cooked none. God established the home first. And when we learn to submit... You will see wells of blessing flow through your life. I wasn't a woman that to listen to everything. Oh, oh no. Mm-mm. Because I was raised with one mama and no daddy. So I didn't know. I was taught by my pastors how to honor my husband. So some of you need to listen to your pastor. That wasn't in my notes, so... You can have it for free. 
I want the worship team to sing that song, the last song you sung. See where we at? What's the time? Okay. Once you sing that last song, was it? Um, yes, that's that's it. I can't remember all these songs. I've been in service, y'all, over three weeks. Oh, help me, Jesus. But I believe God has something for you, ladies. If you feel the need, ah, I don't think you can all get out of your seat. It's too many. You can stand where you at. But I want you to worship with us with this song. And let the Lord minister to us right now. Begin to heal and break some things off of your life. Hallelujah. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message from Praise Chapel Paramount. If you want to stay connected, follow us online with Facebook and Instagram at PC Paramount. Or visit our website at praisechapelparamount.com.